do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. <laughs> yeah. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to season 2.5, episode 5 of LER. Learn, earn, return with James Ferguson. How's everybody feeling today? It's another beautiful Take Notes Tuesday. And this podcast is all about learning from your experiences, earning opportunity through taking action and returning your knowledge back into the world to better others. But this season is about best steps for future success where we review the series of topics to help us all navigate this new world and come back stronger and better than ever together. So let's get it. Last week's episode, I talked about continued education so that your decisions in your future are not dictated by emotion, but rather knowledge and understanding. So make sure to check that out as we all need to be better informed to make proper decisions and opinions as we move forward in this crazy world. But this uh, this episode five, the last episode of this season, uh, 2.5, is about gratitude. Uh, here's why. The world sucks right now. You know, there's no better way to say it. And because of that, it's much easier than ever to get sucked into the negative, to think solely about all the things taken away from us, all the things we can't do, the people we can't see. And the list just keeps getting longer. You know, but it's important to control the narrative in our own mind since many of us, are stuck up there most of the day, you know? So, and look, I'm one of them. Uh, My anxiety has has come in waves since quarantine, and one of the best ways to manage it is to consistently keep an attitude of gratitude, and that's why I want to talk about it, you know? Um, Similar to how I've talked about focusing on the positive and not the negative, it doesn't mean that I put rose-colored glasses on and pretend the world doesn't suck, because it does, and it's right there in our face. I simply choose to see it differently. You know, and that gives me that upper hand. Having an attitude of gratitude isn't always easy, though, right? And, and I promise, though, that it, it's worth it. Um, but I need reminders and structure just like you. And so in this episode, I'm going to review some things that, that have worked for me so that somehow it might help you or inspire you to, to make some adjustments. Um, and when I say reminders, I mean it. You know, as an example, um, I used to have attitude of gratitude written in big, bold letters on my office wall at my last job. Um, you know, as a daily reminder so that when I came back into my office, I'd look to the right of my desk at the words and reset and remember that whatever's going on in that moment, whatever craziness uh, in my role was happening, uh, it wasn't that serious and that my life has many things and people in it that I should be grateful for, you know, and, and um, you know, I've, I've invested uh, some money into a company called Grateful. It's a clothing company, and, and it provides clothing that has messages that are grateful. And I have this pair of sweatpants that I wear often that has grateful down the pant leg. You know, that's another subtle reminder. You know, since, since then, I've also gotten uh, a tattoo on my leg that says stay grateful. You know, again, it's a constant and permanent reminder to keep me focused on the good. You know, and this look, this doesn't mean that you have to go draw on your walls or go buy, you know, merch from that company or get a tattoo, but I do hope that it inspires you to figure out the best way for you to provide a reminder in your life and your daily routine so that you can continually stay grateful because these are things that I've used that work. It doesn't mean you have to do it that way, but hopefully it inspires some action because we all need it, right? We need consistency and I need it just as much as you, um, you know, and, and, 
whether it's having people hold you accountable, you know, setting calendar reminders, having a designated space, time, wall, tattoo, or all the above, it's important that you better take control of the negative narrative in your head and, and create reminders and structure to be more grateful, right? You know? And uh, look, I've talked about in episode one of this season, workless isn't worthless. It's true, right? It's something that's important to take away from that and recognize that through this process, especially if you're still sitting at home like me, you know, searching for that next job. It's you've been provided, been provided a gift, and that's time. You know, time is our most valuable resource. Every every second is of infinite value, and there's only one thing more precious than our time, and that's who and what we spend it on. So you got to be, and you should be, so grateful for that, as am I, right? Like right now, I've been home with my wife and daughter, which I, I would never normally do, supporting Katie as she works from home and, and spending valuable time with Gray. You know, I've been able to help Gray grow and improve every single day. You know, in normal circumstances, I'd be working random hours, you know, maybe even working six days a week. But instead, I've been able to use my time to create memories and, and help Gray to walk. And now we're walking everywhere. I mean, I can't stop her. Um, you know, and, and that in itself is, is special because for those who don't know, you know, Gray was born with her, fir- her foot turned in. So the possibility after surgery to, to walk at the same time as kids at her age, it was in question. Uh, so to be at that point and to be able to help her do that and watch that unfold every single day uh, and knowing the process it takes to do that, uh, it, it, it's exciting. And it's, it's something that a lot of people wish they had or had back. Uh, and I'm living it right now. So I'm super, super grateful for that. And look, we're moving on to talking and, um, you know, that's that's a new process and exciting. And, you know, again, I'm living it. So I'm very grateful for that. And look, my mom helped me or helped remind me of that the other day that that this time I wouldn't only have it. So to really value it. And, you know, I also have a daughter coming in, in eight weeks or less. We'll see how it goes. And, and, and so if I'm still unemployed when she's born, like that's a blessing. It's not a curse. And that's where you have to flip the script. You have to shift your perspective. You know, yes, losing your job sucks. Restricting your income sucks. But having time and being able to use it at your own decision and using it at your own leisure is something that you cannot take for granted and you must be grateful for and use wisely. You know, in my time, and I've talked about it in other episodes, is filled with, you know, writing my business plan, writing my book, writing music, writing this podcast, you know, preparing for that next opportunity and then spending time uh, with my family. So I'm, I'm super grateful for that gift of time. Uh, and I'm making sure I use it wisely. Do I have leisure time that I do things I like to do other than those things? Of course. Watch basketball, whatever it is. But it's important to set structure, especially when you're given time so that you don't use it or, or lose it, you know. Um, but it's it's important that you you realize that you may not be using your time wisely. Reset, remind yourself and adjust accordingly. Um, you know, something else I want to talk about, and I've talked about this in other seasons, is I've talked about talking to yourself. Um, you know, another great way to stay grateful is to shift your perspective in the way that you speak. Um, you know, something that John Gordon often says is get to versus have to, right? And so some things that I'm currently doing, and I'm sure you're doing, I've written out in both terms, and I want to explain it so you better understand what I mean. So here's here's how you shift the perspective, right? I have to apply to jobs. Ugh, I got to apply to jobs. Ugh. Or I get to, meaning I get to choose where I work next. I dictate how that goes and how prepared I am. I have the time to do so. 
I have to apply to jobs or I get to. You know, that's that's an exciting thing to decide where you're going to go and be able to choose whether or not you are or aren't. I have to watch my kids 24 hours a day now. Yes, it's daunting. It's unnatural. But it should be I get to watch my kids 24 hours a day. You have that quality time. You're creating memories that you wouldn't normally have. See the difference? I have to versus I get to. This is a, a one that is a large debate, right? I have to wear a mask or I get to wear a mask, meaning I get to remain healthy and safe when so many others are not. You know, I have to vote. I get to vote, right? So many people are denied the right to vote, have no opportunity or no place or whatever it is. Go get yourself educated and go make change. Go vote. You get to do that. Make sure you do. I have to cook dinner. No, you get to. You know, many people can't provide for their families normally, let alone right now. So don't take for granted the opportunity to cook food that you are able to provide to your family. You know, this applies to everything. And so the key is to shift your perspective, the way that you talk to others, the way that you speak to yourself. Uh, don't think, take things for granted. Stay grateful and use the words that help you see it that way and help others do the same. Um, another tool that I've been using recently, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, is the Gratitude posts. You know, this was inspired by my old team when COVID first hit us. It flipped the world upside down and 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 threw everybody off. And so each week, what we did uh, in our weekly meetings was we'd kick it off by sharing what we were grateful for based on the categories for that week. So it was basically a scheduled thing for each week that gave you different options. Examples, you know, what technology are you most grateful for? What small thing in your house are you most grateful for? What memory, what person? And the list was different each week. But by starting the meeting that way, you know, it forced us to think about those things, to create the habit of seeing the good. So what I did is I found a gratitude, uh, gratitude calendar on Google, used it as a tool to create what has become Gratitude's Day on my social platforms, which is encouraging others to have an attitude of gratitude. Um, you know, examples of that for, for what I've been posting, you know, things like going a day without complaining, make an effort to smile more, recognize three things that you take for granted, you know, engage in random acts of kindness, write five things down you like about yourself, right? These are things that encourage an attitude of gratitude where normally we don't think about those things in our daily life. So if you do it at least once a week on Tuesday, that's one step forward, right? So by creating this structure every week, you know, I not only share the messages with others, but I attempt them as well. You know, and this has been very productive and positive for me, just like this posit- uh, this podcast, right? It keeps me accountable to the things that I'm sharing to make sure that I do them too. Um, and look, it doesn't have to be something you share on social media like me. You know, it can be something that lives on your desk or, you know, in your bathroom or in your, you know, kitchen, whatever it is. And it can just be a daily or a weekly or a monthly reminder um, that you look at or you put it on your, your calendar uh, on your phone so it pops up once a week. You know, however you use it, however you feel like that's going to work best for you is how you should use it. <clears throat> because again, it's just that subtle reminder to stay grateful that really makes the difference. You know, things that I've done, some more ideas for, for work, for example. Um, at work over the years, um, I've encouraged an attitude of gratitude and, and kindness by starting what was an atti- attitude of gratitude thank you card uh, by the time clock. What this does, it allows employees to write personal notes to others for doing good work or being supportive or whatever it is. Um, 
and then attaching it to their paychecks, the person's paycheck, to make sure that they get it, you know, weekly. Um, this personal uh, written note really goes a long way. You took time, you wrote it personally, it wasn't typed, it wasn't text. Um, this has gone a long way and has, has, has shown, um, you know, a great impact uh, in the many places that I've, I've done it at. Uh, another thing is the kindness wall. A lot of you have seen it on my social that I've posted that uh, the last place I was working, you know, that was inspired by a member of my team at the time, uh, and and it and encourages PDA. And what I mean by PDA, it's public displays of appreciation. So the thank you cards are personal. This is public. You know, you take one written note, post-it note down that that is about you. You put it in your wallet for a reminder, and then you write one for someone else. And the idea is that you continue this process until the wall is full, and then you give them out to everyone and start back over. But what this does is it encourages everyone to see someone else, including themselves, in a bigger, better light. Uh, and by doing that, encouraging people to write it down, you retain that, that concept, you create that habit, and it helps everyone be more kind and be more thankful and grateful uh, for not only each other, uh, but the job, the position, the, the place, the people, all of it. Um, so that's another great thing you can do, uh, you know, and, and that's something simple you can create at work, just like you saw I did. And, and one of the things I've noticed as I've shifted to be more grateful is noticing moments I'm most grateful for daily. You know, for me, it's reading a book with Gray before bed, you know, which then leads me to another way that you can remind yourself to stay grateful even in the darkest times. And that's finding a place or a time to think thankful thoughts, you know, whether it's a thankful walk or a thankful chair or a thankful spot, whatever, um, I've talked about thankful walks before. You know, sometimes you just need to get air, uh, especially during quarantine as, as we are in now. So going for a walk around the neighborhood and thinking about all the many blessings in your life is a great way to use your time. And, and there's that word again, time. You know, use it wisely. Set it aside to be grateful in a way or a place of your choosing, right? You know, the, the, the time I have with my daughter um, walking around the neighborhood you know, I could look around the neighborhood and stuff but or, or listen to music or whatever I want to do, but instead I use that time to, to, to remind myself of all the things I'm grateful for. And, and look, she's got little legs, so it takes us a while, so it gives me plenty of time to reflect and be thankful. And you can do the same thing. You know, but as I mentioned, you know, books before bed is, is the best. You know, re reason is, is it's a guarantee you know, almost every day that I'm going to get that time, you know, with Gray. And I look forward to it, as, and I'm sure she does as well. Um, you know, but it's that one time uh, daily, especially now that she's older, that she actually wants to snuggle. So I really cherish that time. And so every night at 8 o'clock, we go up, we read two books, I rock her back and forth uh, after reading. And, and, and as I do that, I take that time in that rocking chair, which is my place to do it, um, is to say, to myself, you know, I'm thankful for her. I'm, I'm thankful for this time. I'm thankful for this room, this house, my wife, my daughter on the way, you know, our cars, our family, all these things, all the blessings in my life. And so I, I choose that space, that time, that seat to be, you know, where I think uh, my thankful thoughts. And, and, that, and that's so valuable as well, you know, that, that you can use a space and a time to shift your perspective and, and do it consistently. Um, and really make a difference, you know, finding that place, setting that time and doing whatever version of this for yourself is really going to make a difference and be well worth it. So I really recommend doing that uh, and finding that place. Um, but look, there's so many other ways 
to do all these things. And, and the things I've reviewed today uh, for, for creating structure, structure and encouraging attitude of gratitude, you know, these are, these are things that work for me. Um, but, but you can go on Google and, and look up other options that might be better for you or inspire other things for you. The most important thing is that you're inspired into action. You know, you help yourself see the brighter side daily and do it in whatever way works best for you. Um, you know, and, and this season I've discussed a lot of things and none of them are, are quick fixes. It's an ongoing process just like this, right? Gratitude is something you need to practice daily. Um, and, and look, I battle with inconsistency with it. I battle with anxiety and negative thoughts. The key is to recognize that you are human, that those things are okay, uh, but then to take control of what you can and build a better tomorrow today. And that's why I always say that, build a better tomorrow today, because what you're doing right now is either going to make or break what happens tomorrow. So you can either do nothing and see nothing, or you can do something and see something. So so why not do it, right? You know, th- And look, this, this season two and a half uh, of LER has been fun. You know, I focus this season on, you know, navigating this new world, not only for you, but also for me, you know, providing steps for future success. And, and I've talked about a lot of good stuff. You know, I've talked about workless isn't wor- uh, worthless, how to stay motivated, mental health, continuing education and gratitude. Um, but these aren't also the, the only opportunities in the current climate to be better, uh, but, it, but it's a great start. And so each, each episode is, has provided value and insight. Uh, and if not directly applied, I hope that at least it inspired you guys who are listening into some action. You know, I know it's helped me along the way through this process, process and I hope that it has you. you know? and, and one of the things that I haven't really asked for in the past that I want to ask for now is to get you know, feedback from you guys, um, from the listeners. You know, it's, it's a small circle, but I know that the, you guys have been with me through it all. And, you know, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know, hit me up on direct message. Tell me, you know, you know, how this, this season has impacted you. You know, I'd love to get feedback on how you thought we, I did, but also get, you know, testimonials to hear your personal journey and where you're headed and, and how it's helped. Um, so please, please, please make sure you message me. I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, I know you guys hear from me often at this point, but I'd love to hear uh, from you. Um, and I know I'm sure you're probably wondering, you know, this is 2.5. What about season three? Is there going to be a season three? The answer is yes. Um, what it'll focus on, when it'll start back up, I don't know. Um, and, you know, the, my hope is that you know, through this episode that you guys, you know, value your time and spend it wisely. And that's what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to support my family and be available to them and not put too many obstacles in the way. And so that's why, you know, I'm leaving it up in the air for now. Um, so I'll keep you posted on, on what to expect and when to expect new content, but, but it's really about family first. It always has been and, and will be, um, but as I close this season out again, you know, I hope after listening like me, you've, you've learned to value your time, you value yourself, value people, your possessions. I hope that you've become more motivated and mentally aware and strong and educated to better the world. You know, I hope in some small way our time together has made a difference for each of you uh, who continue to, to listen. And for, and for that, I'm forever grateful. You know, but, that, but that's it. That's it for season two and a half, best steps for future success where I reviewed a series of uh, topics to navigate this new world. Uh, but my hope is that we've, we've come back stronger and better from it, uh, better than ever together. Guys, thank you so much for joining me this week and every week on LER. I look forward to hearing from you uh, and being with you on a Tuesday at 12 o'clock in the future. Have a wonderful week. 
And let's get it. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Nothing I can't do. There's nothing you can't do. There's nothing we can't do. That's just how it feels. Hey, thanks for listening to LER. Hope it was a good episode. My name is James Ferguson. Hit me up on Twitter at LER Podcast and let me know what you guys thought. Have a great day. And let's get it.